Missy D. She's so talented, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you know, if anyone could ever see me on this podcast and could see my headphones, not that you can. So the one side <laughs> is taped because one of the headphone uh, kind of ear things fell off. That was ages ago when I first started my first podcast. I think that was March uh, 2023. And sitting here thinking about the year. Oh, my God. It's almost what? Two more weeks. And everyone's going to go. Happy New Year. Let me make my New Year's resolution. Oh my God, it's the end of the year. But thinking back to my journey of starting this podcast, why I started this podcast, I should be doing this actually as a New Year's kind of looking back, shouldn't I really? So I'm not going to go into it too much. That was a great idea, Missy. Uh, I will do that for uh, yeah next year. But yeah, hasn't it gone so quickly? I don't know, this is episode number 30 something. And... Um, I never would have thought, I know I say this quite often, but I never would have thought, honestly, that I'd keep on going with this. And (laughs) with my broken headphones, which reminds me of when I was at school uh, and I was doing my GCE O-levels. I was not a GCSE-er. My sister, who's one year old, two years older, two years, two, sorry, I'm the oldest. (laughs) Get a grip, Ryu. (laughs) Who is two years younger than me, Sapna. She was the first guinea pig year of GCSEs. I did O levels and CSEs. And I remember once uh, I ended I ended up going to one of my O levels. I can't remember which subject it was, but my glasses were broken and I, I ended up there with my taped glasses. <laughs> each side, each leg was taped uh, thickly in the corners. <laughs> uh, so that kind of reminds me of that. I don't know why I'm telling you this. But anyway, how are you? It's what? Oh, gosh, a week away from Christmas. It's a week away from Christmas, people. How are you feeling? How many of you are really, really stressed out? And how many of you are going, oh, my God, I can't wait for Christmas? Uh, ordinarily, most years, many years ago, I used to be really excited about Christmas. Really, really was a big thing in my life. And now uh, I don't want to be a dampener on Christmas, but really, it's like, meh. <laughs> Is Christmas. I, I covered that all on the last podcast. I do hope that some of you did consider love and kindness as a, a gift uh, to people around you rather than monetary, uh, useless um, items of things that no one wants. So if you did do something like that and I don't know, maybe surprise someone um, or are thinking of surprising someone over Christmas and New Year, uh, that for me um, would be an amazing, amazing thing to know. Uh, that instead of like sending them something in the post that cost a useless amount of money, even stamps nowadays are ridiculously expensive, aren't they? I mean, for the stamp of uh, the price of a stamp, um, you could probably use the petrol and go and uh, visit a relative down the road who lives in the same bind as you. Bind meaning town or village or city or whatever. In, in India, that means village. Sorry, I think I'm going to 
Just checking my dog. He always likes to come right up close to the chair. And I'm always conscious of running him over. <laughs> so uh, today, I think last week I promised you Christmas recipes after Christmas. How stupid and dumb was that? So I will give you some Christmas recipes today. Not like proper, proper ones, but I'm going to give you some ideas on how to make you yourself a very merry Dissy stroke Indian stroke South Asian Christmas. Because look, we've got to be honest, right? Who don't like a bit of uh, Christmas dinner? To be honest, I don't. I am not a roast person. And I tell you why. Uh, my brother-in-law, he loves a roast. He can make you a roast every Sunday. And it's as if Christmas comes every Sunday. Everything. He makes his gravy from scratch by putting the chicken on top of the whole kind of thing. He's made like a thing underneath, like with carrots and I don't know, parsnips and vegetables and things. Then he rests the chicken so all the fat can drip down. And then Jamie Oliver style, he mashes it through a sieve and he puts red wine in it. And he has a ball, a ball making <laughs> gravy. He's like, sis, sis, come and check my gravy. And he, he has a proud moment. Probably every other Sunday, man. Honestly, he, he loves his roast. Um, uh, I loved a Christmas dinner. I mean, the, big, the whole concept of the big turkey leg. Uh, I, I'm a, a turkey leg or thigh person. I do not do uh, any kind of breast, whether that's a chicken breast, turkey breast. But no, I'm not. Um, just dry, tasteless, uh, dry, tasteless, dry, tasteless meat. All you breasters who say it's not dry and tasteless, you are lying. <laughs> Try some thigh meat. Try some leg meat. Oh, my God. The brown meat has got taste to it. It's juicy. It's delicious. And it's got... Mm, mm, mm. Uh, but in all honesty, when you kind of put the mix of a traditional Christmas dinner on a, on a dinner plate, it's a recipe for disaster for me personally. I grew up with having IBS and having kind of um, stomach issues and, you know, digestive issues. Gas is what you call it in, in, in Punjabi. Gas means gas. Gas means uh, burps and farts and all that kind of stuff. And my nanny and nana, they suffered from it. My parents suffered from it and we all suffer from it. And we all, in a different various various ways, have some kind of issues with our gut. Although it's got much better now because I'm taking a lot of probiotics and I'm much more careful about sticking a lot of processed food down my gut. I can't, I used to love processed food. I can't stand processed food right now. Um, uh, if I could have fresh food all day, every day, made from scratch, I would. But you can't because it's just so so time consuming but going back to the uh, christmas dinner so just the combination of um turkey or, or chicken or lamb or and lamb and chicken or whatever kind of meat uh gammon i'm not a gammon person i'm sorry if you're listening and you're a gammon person it just don't float my boat i love ham i do love ham and gammon is a variation of ham but uh, i don't know don't it don't really no nah. beef um i'd lo love beef but when I combine two types of meat, which I don't think is necessary, really. I mean, I don't even get the concept of, you know, when you have thalis um, and some families, they have a minimum of three subjis or subzis, how some people might say it. I'm like, why do you want three? Can't you just have one? I like one. So then it doesn't confuse my brain. So if I'm having chicken curry, then I want jol, which is rice, right? Chicken, chicken, you call it chicken and jol. 
why would you want an extra sabji? And then it complicates the matter when you've added dal to the thali. So you got dal, you got sabji, you got chicken, you got chawal, and sometimes someone might throw a roti in there as well, a chapati. And then you got pickles, and you got onions, and you got salad, and you got dain, which is yogurt. That's like seven different things going on in my plate. And my brain just wants one thing with one thing fish and chips, one thing, one thing, sausage and chips, one thing and one thing, <laughs> shepherd's pie and vegetables, one thing and one thing. Do you know, oh God, shepherd's pie. A friend of mine, she was making shepherd's pie the other day. I haven't made that for ages. One thing I really want to make for my little Shazer, my little nephew, who's only four, coming on to five soon, actually. And I keep promising to make him a toad in the hole. I used to love toad in the hole uh, when I was a kid. But do you know what? I think things have changed so much ingredients wise. I think sausages taste like proper sausages back in the day. Now they taste of plastic. Uh, I even bought some Waitrose ones the other days and I'm like, oh. It was Waitrose's own, actually, but, um, you know, I don't mind buying a Waitrose own brand. I would not buy a Tesco own brand, the food snob that I am. <laughs> but uh, everything just tastes so wrong. I think they're skimping on all sorts of stuff. They are charging quadruple amounts of money. The food in pubs, the food in fast food restaurants. You know, I've never been to a fast food, fast food joint for a long time. Just yesterday, I went with mum to Burger King, right? And she was starving. I was like, I'm not hungry. I never am hungry nowadays. I have completely and utterly lost my appetite. Uh, where I've gone from Christmas into this, I don't know. But you know me. I can't help it. This is me. I'm a scatterbrain. You can clearly see from my podcast, if you were a shrink or if you were an, a, a psychiatrist of some sort, psychologist, psychiatrist, a mind studying person, you would clearly see the mind of Missy D. Can you see it's all over the place and it's always been like that? Always, always, always. And I mean, I don't know what to do about it, to be honest with you. I'll tell you my frustrations about me in, in just a bit. Why? Where was I now? I was on. See, I've lost my train of thought. I went from Christmas dinner to to what did I just talk about now? Oh, yeah. Uh, Burger King. So we went to Burger King, mum was starving, I can't eat. I was like, okay, just just so that you wanted company, I will take you to Burger King. So we went there and we always, you know, when my, my nanny was alive, my mum's mum, this was probably 15 years ago. Um, she used to love a chicken royale meal and really nice chicken burger in a bun, mayonnaise and lettuce, right? Yesterday we ordered it. And firstly, can I say I had the Burger King app and I ordered the two Burger King meals for $9.99 with the chili cheese bites, which are awesome, by the way, $1.99. Was it £1.19, something like that on the app? The man goes, £24.99, please. I went and beg your pardon. He goes, £24.99. He goes, but it was £10 for the two burgers and £1 something for the bites. And we upgraded cheese, two cheeses, 50p each. It should be about 11, 12 pounds. He went, no, it's 24.99. I goes, why is it 24.99? And he goes, the taxes. I was like, A, this is not America. B, you're taking the piss. So then he got a manager in and he goes, oh, it has put it on a separate item and we need to do it all over again. And I'm not talking like this to take it the piss, but he was talking like that. So I'm talking like the way he was talking. So we sorted it, it was 12 quid. Got the food and before I sat down, I said to him, can you make sure the food is fresh? The fries are fresh because if they're not, we'll send them back. He went, yes, yes, of course. Food came, chips cold, send them back. Got beautiful hot chips back. Burger was mildly cold, but I was like, I can't be asked. This is a fast food joint re to get with the program. 
<laughs> so bit into the burger i'm not joking it tasted like salt had been slathered 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 all over the burger oh so salty now i am a dharmashian we are the Dharmashians. My family, we're the Dharmashians, like the Kardashians. And our surname is Dharmi. And we, we evolved into becoming Dharmashians many years ago. Ask anyone, right? And the Dharmashians are notoriously known for eating salt. We love our salt. It's a really bad thing to do, but we do, right? So yeah, it tasted of salt. And I said to mom, is it me or is it really salty? She went, no, it's really salty. It's probably the cheese on the burger. And I reckoned it was the salt in the burger. But oh my good God, and me and mum love our salt. It was just so salty. The quality of the burger was completely awful. It was like a small thin patty with some soggy bread, mayonnaise dripping all over the place, a few slices of lettuce in there. It was diabolically ridiculous. And the original price of that was £24.99. It's awful. The the amount you can spend nowadays uh, and, and the quality you get back. Same with Nando's the other day. Went there and I ain't been Nando's for ages. And... Uh, Nando's quality of food absolute rubbish the chips were cold the wings were overcooked three wings three wings a side of chips and some rice with a perinés 14 quid if I bought a box of wings from Waitrose it'll cost me £1.50 and I probably get 10 wings in there it's absolutely crazy um, how you are paying for people's rents anyway I think I started the podcast talking about Christmas dinner and how it just doesn't sit right in my gut because there's a mad mixture of food. So you've got your vegetables, uh, which is kind of like um, cruciferous kind of, is that how you say it? Cruciferous vegetables, like your broccolis and your sprouts and your cabbages. And it's all like, oh my God, that's all fart vegetables, man. They're going to make you fart. <laughs> then you've got your roast potatoes, which are like full on carbs, which I love. I ain't got no problem with that. Then you've got your meat, which is going to, you know, you're going to get a bit of lamb. You're going to get a bit of turkey. Then you're going to put on that gravy with the whole kind of um, all the stuff that the brewing laws put in there. Then you've got the stuffing. Then you got the what is that? Oh, the, 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 the oh God, the, the crowning on their Christmas dinner or even your your roasts on the Sundays. My sister and my brother-in-law love their what's that bake thing? The cheese and the broccoli, cheesy broccoli bakey thing. Oh God, it's called, it's called something, isn't it? Cheese, whatever. It's got broccoli and cauliflower and they've got cheese sauce all over it. Then you add that. Then they add the sauces, the mustards, the this. Oh my God, by the time you are looking for a car crash of a heartburn. Uh, and that's why I don't really like a roast because it just ends up giving me heartburn. And then sometimes you're, you're forced to eat pudding and I'm like, oh my God, are you crazy? Are you crazy on top of that? Now you want me to eat cream? Or custard is all right, actually. Well, sometimes even custard because it's made out of milk and stuff. So, I mean, you can t you can really tell that I love Christmas, right? <laughs> um, so, I thought today I'd give you some kind of uh, recipes to make your Christmas into a more kind of tastier Christmas dinner. And maybe less heartburn because there's less cheeses in the Dissy version. Hold on, my headphones are really peeing me off today. Okay, that's probably a little bit better. So, say, it's, for example, your turkey. Turkey is quite dry compared to chicken. And last year, because there was a lot of bird flu around, we all kind of made a vote. And we all voted to have chicken versus turkey. And even this year, my brother-in-law is considering making chicken rather than turkey because it just tastes nicer. It really was less dry. 
it tastes less it takes less cooking time than a turkey um and then with the leftovers you don't end up with dry meat bits you get nice succulent chicken leftover do you know what i'm saying so um chicken there's a, a different various ways of making like a marinade that you can just um how would you put it you could it's called um just like a, 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 a chicken rub type thing so you could get like um make a masala from maybe um ch chopping some onions and some garlic and some chili and in that you're throwing some jeera powder uh, some coriander powder some uh, kashmiri lala mirch some salt some tania a drizzle of um olive oil a drizzle of lemon juice um to add the jeera yeah add the jeera um and then just kind of massage i'll put some haldi in there which is turmeric add that all in there and just kind of mix it all together put your little finger in it dip in it taste it um and see if it, it tastes good if not add in what you think you might need extra and just um make slits in the chicken through the skin and massage it all the way over the chicken you can either that way do it or you can butterfly the chicken if you want to and that way you can massage the insides and the outsides and that way you are getting a very merry desi spicy chicken turkey that actually tastes of something mm -mm 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 -mm. another way is tandoori styly so you can either get a tandoori powder um and you can make like a, a a rub out of that one again by with that you can add get a bit of yogurt put in the tandoori uh, marinade or norm normally i use a, a, a marinade called laziza it's not a, a powdered one it's like a liquid one not liquid it's like a, a paste and you get it from the Pakistani shops, Indian shops called Laziza Tandoori Paste. And I put that in. It's got everything in there for you. Just add it in a bit of yogurt. I like to add a bit more garlic. I then add a bit more kasuri miti. Um, and kasuri miti actually is needed in the one I just talked about before. Uh, and then you give it a good old rub all over the skin again. Make sure you put cuts in there. It's vitally important when you're marinating chicken that you put cuts in the chicken. Otherwise, it's not going to seep into it, is it really? And if you can marinate it overnight, the longer you marinate it for, the the more deeper the depth of the flavour is going to be, right? So that could be like your... And the same with like, if you want to do it with um, lamb as well, again, I would do like a, 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 a base, so you need a bit of olive oil in there, or, or ghee. I'd actually probably warm up a bit of ghee and add all my bits in there. So some chopped chilies, some chopped garlic, bit of ginger, bit of chilli, green chilli. Then the masala musulli, add a bit of coriander powder, jeera powder. It's all the same thing, really. Haldi, um, kasuri mithi, kashmiri lal mirch. Um, what else could you chuck in there? Uh, I could even crush some coriander seeds. Crush some coriander seeds, maybe some salt seeds and stick that in there and kind of marinate it all up for the um or oh, actually some rosemary my rosemary will still be okay with the india marinade on that one see there's just so many ways you can get really smart and innovative to make it a very merry desi christmas and to look i've got no recipes in front of me <laughs> i have not researched anything you've got to understand that indian cooking is all very similar it just kind of varies in different ways they do change like Indian cooking versus Pakistani cooking, very different. Uh, Pakistani cooking versus Bangladeshi cooking. Okay, I'm not saying, okay, that's the wrong word to use. It's not very different. There's a very, it's it's a, a very, a different variant. It's a different way of doing things. Um, Pakistani cooking versus Gujarati cooking versus Bangladeshi cooking versus um, uh, Carolyn cooking versus Goan cooking. 
it's really all the same but they're just different variations go in carolyn they use their lovely um coconut coconut milk and stuff coconut pastes and they love the coconut and stuff so pakistani cooking always a much more smoother uh, sauce than a Punjabi one. A Punjabi is like, <laughs> like big chunky, 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 big turke, shurke, shurka. It takes ages and ages and ages. Uh, Pakistan is a bit more sophisticated and they, they then they go on to the Mughalai cooking. So the Mughalai cooking is again cashew nuts and um, richness and ghee and butter and cream and oh, delicious. But the deliciousness kills my insides, but I still eat it. So there's so many variants of Indian cooking. Uh, all I always say to you is that you just got to love cooking. If you don't love cooking and you, you stand there in the kitchen and you're absolutely hating it, but you're trying to follow a recipe and then you think, I spent five hours following this recipe, really angry, really pissed off because A, I had to be in the kitchen, B, I really didn't enjoy it, and C, I had to cook it, then your food's going to come out shit. Quite simply, I've told you this before. You need to make love to your food. You need foreplay. Without the foreplay, the main event is never, ever, ever going to be delicious. That's what I tell you. And that's what I stick to. Uh, so I love food, man. I love food. Recently, though, I've lost my appetite. I can't eat. Um, I eat a third to a half, third to a half of what I used to eat. Sometimes, some days I'll be fine, right? But some days, like the whole Burger King story, after all that that drama of overcharging us twenty four pounds, supposed to be twelve pounds, uh, the food came out cold. Send it back. It was all salty. I ate a third of that burger and then about six chips. I bought it at home. It's actually in the fridge. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I ordered, made the big fuss at Nando's, and I hardly had two spoons of my rice. I had about four chips. I did eat the wings. There were just three wings, so at that. But my belly gets full really quickly, so I don't know if there's something. Well, I have asked my doctor, and he said there's nothing medically wrong, and stuff. And uh, talking about medically wrong and being ill and stuff like that, I know this is completely random, out of the recipe um, <laughs> bubble I was in just a second ago. But I didn't want to, as it's on the top of my head now, mention it to you that I watched EastEnders the other day, and uh, it really, really warmed the cockles of my heart and. There was a girl in there. She is, who is she? The daughter of the rapist guy. What was his name? I forgot his name. I'm really bad with names. I'm okay with faces. I do faces all the time. Bad with names. Is it? It's not Neil. Oh God, oh, no. The the man that you know, you know the guy that the woman owns the pub. Yeah, and her husband got killed in the water, and this is his brother. He came back. He he raped her. Well, according to him he didn't and then his daughter's on the scene on the scene his daughter's in eastenders now and she turned up on the square the other day with an oxygen tank and oxygen pipes up her nose i don't know what you call these pipes i should do because i've been wearing them for long enough what are they called i don't know what they're called um and i was like wow like my mum just didn't understand what my wow 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 was she goes why are you wowing what do you get wowing for i'm like wow they're Finally, finally, on national TV, I see a representation of myself. I have never come across anyone on TV representing lung disease patients. And I, for the first time, got it when people go, that person is, I am another you. That person represents me and I am another you. And I was like, wowzers, blown away. Like, gosh, someone actually somewhere has realised that, you know, people like me exist, that walk around with oxygen tanks and try to live uh, an ordinary life. 
And the girl was quite, kind of actually going, well, you know, you try and live with like really shit lungs and all that kind of stuff. It's like, all right, all right, easy. <laughs> so I don't have all that thing coming out of my face going, oh, no, this is really shit. I don't. I don't. I do get frustrated and it is really hard living this life with lungs that don't work. I hope they don't paint a bad picture of lung disease. But I was like, wowzers. I know a lot of people, you know, when they see like people on telly that have cancer, you know, I'm not making comparisons with illnesses and stuff like that. But a lot of a lot of time is given to cancer patients and people that lose their limbs and people that haven't got limbs and, you know, burn, burn patients and disfigurements and all all sorts of stuff, all sorts of stuff. And there's more and more representation of disability on TV like we just saw on Big Brother UK. There was quite a few actually on there that were uh, disabled, like the guy from Coventry, actually. Um, he had an amputated leg, remember? Uh, there was a woman on a wheelchair, I think, automated and stuff like that. But I've never really seen anyone uh, with an oxygen tank on and pipes on the nose. And I was like, wow, that's me. Oh, my God. Uh, and I know it, to you it might seem like, all right, Missy, calm down. But no, honestly, it, and, and when people remember that the the mute girl who was on EastEnders, where has she gone anyway? She left EastEnders. Anyway, you know, she, and she was amazing. She won, um, not Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, the dance, the dance one. What's the dance one called, everyone? Oh, my God. Uh, come dance with me. Come not, come dance with me. Is it what, come dance? I'm sure it was called Come Dance With Me. And she won, right? Was it last year or the year before? I'm sure it was last year. And um, she was just so pleased to represent uh, people out there like her. Um, and so for me, that was a, a massive, massive step. Um, for lung patients to feel like, oh, that's me, because I often don't see anyone like me out there. I think I met one woman quite a few years ago in LD, and she was in a wheelchair, and she had a very small tank. And I was like, how come you got a small tank? And she was telling me it was liquid, liquid oxygen. So there I was, got to my oxygen people. I want liquid oxygen. And then they gave me their smallest tank. I was like, no, the tank she had was tiny. And apparently she had a baby's one. And there was like, that's no good to you because you need more oxygen than what's in the tank. And anyway, the liquid oxygen was a nightmare. I sent it back. They had to put the thing in my garage, in my shed, sorry. Then I had to go and keep refilling it. It was dribbling all over the carpet. Uh, you had to keep it at a certain temperature. Oh gosh, what a nightmare. But I, I just wanted to share with you that, I don't know if you saw that a woman on EastEnders. Um, she uh, was another me. And it made my heart sing. It made me quite sad to see me on the TV. It was just like I was looking at myself going, gosh, is that what I look like? <laughs> is that what people see? Madna. Anyway, anyway, so that's what I wanted to talk about. Um, also, health-wise, it was my sister's birthday. Remember I told you on the last podcast, it was yesterday. Her actual birthday was yesterday. And uh, she came down and we took her out for a meal and, and cut cake and did a happy birthday thing at my other sister's house. And it was all lovely. But I tell you what, man, because of her birthday being she's having a birthday party. Well, when you hear this, it would have been Friday just gone. I'm recording this today on Wednesday. And this coming Friday is her birthday. And I am shitting my pants. Why? Because over the last three or four weeks, I have been uh, collating outfits for her birthday and my sister from America, she turned up and it's been busy with my sister. And it seems like my life has been turned upside down. Honestly, it's been so hard. 
And every day I feel like I'm uh, on, a, on a treadmill of going crazy. Like it's nonstop from morning to night, morning to night, morning to night. My whole kind of uh, timetable has gone out the tape, the window. I've got no kind of system going on. Everything's gone topsy-turvy. There's no time. My body has given in. Oh, did I tell you? I haven't told you this. No, I didn't tell you this. Um, Maybe I did. I might have. No, I didn't. I was putting the star on the Christmas tree. Did I tell you this part? Last week. Um, well, well, my sister had put it on already, but it kept moving backwards and forwards, left, right, bending backwards. And I was like, I, you know, that's got to be a homosexual Christmas tree if I ever saw one. <laughs> like bingy. The, the star was bingy. Bingy meaning bent. So I kept calling it the homosexual Christmas tree. <laughs> so in the end, I like like rolled in my eyeballs. Try not to interfere in my sister's uh, decorations, but I saw lots of stuff that wasn't sitting right with me. So I went and adjusted it. I tried not to, but I tried. I tried, but I'm being honest with you. I had to adjust it. And then I got onto the dining chair <laughs> with my oxygen tank on. I adjusted the, the, the star. The star has not moved on the Christmas tree. Some I Just coming down somehow, my foot got caught because there's a little corner bit on the chair. I fell backwards. I kid you not. And as I was falling backwards, I'm in slow motion. I kind of twist myself over thinking I'm effed here because we've got um, ceramic tiles that are on concrete. Uh, Any time you drop a glass on there, they shatter to tiny weeny pieces. I was in slow motion going, oh my fucking God, I am done for. So I somehow tried to grab a stool, tried to get myself on the side. The oxygen tank went one way. I'd land flat, fat, face flat on the floor in sort of like recovery position and hit my boob on the floor. Mom's screaming ahead off and I'm like, why are you screaming? <laughs> Actually, I didn't say that straight away. I had to take about five minutes to go, what the fuck just happened there? It was mad. Um, and then I got myself up thinking, right, what's broken? Something's broken. Is my wrist there? Is my hand there? Is my fingers there? Nothing broken. My boob actually took a massive hit. It went red. And then I was like, no, no, I'm all right. And I was a bit, a bit like achy painy. And as the evening went on and the day night went on, next morning, my knee blew up. My left knee. Oh, my God. It was absolutely awful. I'd probably um, ripped ligaments. I don't know what I did. But I couldn't walk. I was on a walking stick. <laughs> uh, but I'm so, so, so lucky. So lucky that I didn't break anything or cause any major damage to my body because I could have easily, easily done that and all in the name of Christmas. And then I was running around after that, trying to get all my uh, presents sorted for my sister, then needed to get sort my outfit out for her birthday. And it's just been absolutely nonstop. So this Friday is her birthday and still tomorrow we've got to go and I collected cake one yesterday. Got to collect, collect cake two now, which is for Friday tomorrow and um, I've got the firework candles and it's just like loads of little little things things to be done and her party's in Windsor um, at this venue and it's going to be a, a, a potential roadblock <laughs> probably a well talked about in Windsor for many many years to come because it's my sister KD's 50th and KD likes to rock a party I mean if you thought I could party she can party um, so every man and their dog is coming out of the woodwork for my sister's birthday um, and for me as a non-abled bodied person it is hard 
So I'm trying to psych myself up, trying to prepare myself. On top of that, by the way, I, uh, as you know, I had COVID, didn't I? After COVID, I got an infection. After infection, I then did something to my ankles. After my ankles, I got another infection. After the infection, I fell on off the chair. After I fell off the chair, I ended up getting another sore throat. And I think that happened after Panto, where I contacted my doctor. He says, you got a viral infection. Can't have any more antibiotics. So I have been literally ill after ill after ill after ill after ill every week, every day, every month. It's just been too much uh, where I'm now losing the will to live a little bit here. But I'm still going because in my head, I'm like, it's my sister's birthday. we got a party. <laughs> so Missy's gone out and got all her bling all sorted. And um, oh, my good gosh, trying to keep up with the with the Kardashians, <laughs> trying to keep up with the Joneses. It's bloody hard work, man, as not being an able bodied person, you know, having to go and pick up the cake, have to pack my stuff, make sure I've got my makeup and jewellery and it all gets really, really heavy. You know, because I need all that stuff with me, all my toiletries, my makeup, um, uh, my shoes, obviously, the outfit. Got to make sure that's ironed. It's just, oh, I've got to take my oxygen tanks with me. It's just so much to think about. It just ties me out just thinking about it. Where a normal person, bodied person like my sister Anu, she never thinks about stuff like that. She'll probably come home at like, um, sort of like five o'clock on the Thursday uh, six, oh, sorry, six, seven o'clock from work, eat or something, and maybe stuff a few things in a bag, and that's it. She's sorted. She didn't even iron close that one. She hates ironing. <laughs> so I am sure next week you will hear all about Katie's 50th birthday party shenanigans. Um, I am looking forward to it, but I'm not because, I mean, bless my sister. It's, it's her party and her venue and stuff, but uh, some people, it's not people, but many venues, I mean, that venue in winter has probably been there plenty of years probably been there decades so the the, the steps are very very steep because uh, we went to see the venue uh, a couple of months ago and uh, i'm like oh my good god so how am i going to get up and down that because you know if my bladder fills up i've got to go toilet and where's the toilet there isn't one on the first floor i have to go back down and then back up some very very steep steps i need to take some oxygen tanks with me because just in case i decide to dance um or get on the microphone, you know, you got to think of these things and just the thought of it, it's like, oh my God, why do you have to think about these things? I never used to think about these things back in the day. When I was this big hotshot DJ on Club Asia Radio or, you know, out there um, on the field, whatever you'd call it, I never thought about, do I need oxygen tanks? How am I going to get up the stairs? What's going to happen? What if I fall down the stairs? What if my ankles swell up? What if um, I won't be able to walk? What if I won't be able to dance? What happens if I lose oxygen? What happens if I can't walk? Because last night we went to my sister's birthday. We took her to a restaurant. It came out of the restaurant to go to the car because it was on an incline. I couldn't walk. I was completely out of breath. My mum and my sister were like, oh my God, are you all right? I'm not, no, I can't breathe. I can't walk. I'm, I've had enough of this shit. So life, I know you might seem, it, it seems that, you know, life's going all right for me. It is in a way that I push myself. I push myself and when I sit here and talk to you, it all sounds hunky-dory. But behind closed doors, people don't see what is going on. My mother, God bless her, does see it. She's always there to massage my ankles, massage my legs. My legs are full of bruises, full of bruises due to the lack of oxygen. This morning, I couldn't get out of bed until at least 12 o'clock uh, because that was uh, post going out with my sister on her birthday birthday last night. 
because my body gave in. I had been on the go from nine o'clock in the morning. I went to the hairdressers. Then I went to pick up a birthday cake. Then we went to um, do a return in Marks and Spencer's at the Rico. That was after eating that shitty burger. Then I went to Tesco's. Uh, and then by the time we got home, it was like 2, 2.30. We needed to leave by 4.30. So I went upstairs to try and find an outfit to wear for yesterday then ironed that outfit shit shaved showered got out of the shower had uh, about half an hour to get ready do my hair and makeup because i had to get downstairs to sing my pinksy song for my sister because every person that i uh, is important to me in my life they always get a pinksy song so that's singing very badly with a guitar that is untuned and i can't sing but i make up the words as i go along and apparently it's very popular so i had to do that song before we left to go uh, to get to kenilworth yesterday so it was absolutely hectic then we went there we went for a drink then we went for dinner after dinner went to my other sister's house we did the cake cutting ceremony we had you know uh, a bit of a laugh and then got home about 11 11 30 at night so that actually killed me I couldn't actually ease myself out of bed. No, actually, I couldn't ease myself out of bed because by the time I came home, um, I started having a really bad cough. So cough, 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 phlegm, 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 phlegm. So then my whole bucket was full of tissues and phlegm. Um, I had to go downstairs and go and get my cough medicine. And then about three o'clock in the morning is when I fell asleep. So you always um, you should never believe the hype. The grass is never green on the other side. And honestly, don't believe what you see because a lot of you, I'm not saying you, you, but many people see me on social media and, and you know, having a good time and happy-go-lucky, happy-dippy-dappy. But really, behind the scenes, things are not what they seem. Uh, it's a hard life. Life is very, very hard. And I'm hoping that I can get through sister's birthday and Christmas all in one piece for my birthday, which is next month in January. So uh, not that I'm going to be doing anything really. What am I going to be? 54 to 2024, isn't it? Yeah, I'm going to be 54. So not that is an extra special birthday or, you know, it's just a birthday, isn't it? So <laughs> what am I going to do? Um, nothing really. I think I just I might spend my birthday on my own. That might be a great thing, I think giving myself some self-love and giving myself some space and some mind mindfulness and some mind space i think that's what i might ask for if my family asks me what do you want for Chris christmas birthday i'll say i just want me and that'd be maybe they can book me into i don't know a hotel i don't want to go to a hotel i sometimes feel a bit but i used to love going to five-star hotels you know but now hotels you just feel boxed up and to go to a hotel you've got to get up pack up your bags lug your bags drive to the place why do you want to do that when you can just sit here you know maybe you can just say to everyone can you just leave the house and just leave me to it and let me just sit in silence i went to my sister's house last friday they went to lapland not that lapland in greenland or whatever there's one in ascot and uh, for six of them cost 900 pounds three kids and three adults i know no comment anyway my sister was like, uh, I need some house sitting because we've got parcels coming from Amazon. Can you come and sit in our house? I'm like, sure I can. So she, I got picked up at 8 o'clock in the morning. They left at 9 o'clock. Uh, from 9am to 6pm, people, I sat in that house in silence. And I loved every second. There was no one there. No one calling me. No one demanding anything from me. No kind of like, I must do this. I must do that. 
it was just complete peace and quiet and in between yeah i watched a bit of tv switched it off had my lunch went on the computer on the whatsapp chatting to people but i thoroughly 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 enjoyed that day so i think can you see how excited i was about that day that is what i want for my birthday so i think i'm gonna to have to arrange that for the 20th of january 2024 although my sister is threatening to take me on a weekend away <laughs> my baby sister anu so let's see although i did say to her i don't mind but again it's just like upheaval isn't it it's like mm. she said we can go to amsterdam or to paris but i can't fly maybe i can i don't know because i've not had a fit to fly test and i don't want to i don't want to worry about do i need oxygen do i obviously i need oxygen so where's the oxygen going to come from because they don't give you oxygen in co countries other than the uk so if it's in the uk they will deliver oxygen to the hotel where i'm staying if i'm in europe or across the globe then i have to arrange my own oxygen then it's a lot of running around going to an airport i don't know if my oxygen levels are going to drop in an airplane and uh, for that i need to do a fit to fly test apparently insurance goes up as well it's all because absolute because so we did think about um driving to paris or amsterdam that's going to take eight hours so she's only got friday to, to sunday so what's the point of that that's a lot of driving for not a lot of hours in the place that we're going to be um and then we did consider the eurostar but again that's a lot of faff you have to go coventry coventry london london where does eurostar go from i don't know paddington i don't know where, where does it go from um i don't know so that's a lot of time wasted as well that's probably five six seven hours wasted on travel you know more even more than that so <sighs> sit at home i say in silence and just 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 be i guess so did i give you enough recipes yeah we, we did that we did the turkey potatoes you want to do potatoes right basically um you just you roast potatoes as usual but what i would do is like get some chopped garlic and some chopped chilies and chuck that onto the potatoes and it made it into nice dissy potatoes very very nice especially garlic or you can just get whole garlic cloves chuck it in there when they're roasting sprinkle some like chopped like chili you can do um red chili flakes or green chilies whatever tickles your pickle vegetable standard man st um turkafai the vegetables <laughs> so add in onions add in chilies add in some masala musulli and you will love it stuffing oh my god if you've not tried chili stuffing you haven't lived so very simply get a bit of butter chopped onions in there yeah add a bit of garlic add a bit of chili and then put the pre-made stuffing put it in there make sure you mix it all up then put it in the oven oh my god absolutely amazing again gravy you can add your chilies in there your garlics and your masalas and stuff like that and then consider like um you know i mean why 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 can you tell me why why do people have applesauce with their christmas dinner and cranberry sauce <laughs> I like a bit of bread sauce, but I haven't had that for years. No one makes it for me. So uh, even if I want to ask for it, they're time to get lost. So I haven't had a, a bread sauce for ages. But consider using chutneys, all types of chutneys that you can make. Uh, instead of the apple sauces, the bread sauces, the mustard, the cranberry sauce, the apple sauce. Uh. <laughs> and there you go. Very merry this Christmas. It's all Christmassy. Um, Jesus Christ will be happy uh, and your taste buds will be singing. Um, so there you go have yourself a very merry desi christmas and i shall catch you 
Is it the day after Christmas or the day after Christmas? Something like that. And uh, sorry, I didn't get uh, my mum on, but she's just been busy, man. Um, I think we're going to have to restart with Double Trouble Mum and Me in the new year. Um, and then next week, I guess we'll talk about the whole year and how my health has got better or worse or worse or better or and, and all things in between. Take care, be good, and I'll catch you soon. Hot, sweet, thick, D.